to another episode of Chopping It Up with D. Randall, a virtual barbershop experience, where we sit down in this virtual chair and get this virtual lineup, virtual even Steven or that virtual fade. The family-oriented show, all talk topics are welcome, just like everyone is welcome, ladies and gentlemen alike. Let's sit down in this chair and let's chop it up. This episode is sponsored by my wife's business. Her name is Tia Monique. And the name of her business is Let It Out Academy. She's a book coach that has all-inclusive self-publishing packages. Yo, it's time to share y'all stories with the world. Schedule your discovery call at www.tmonique.com. www.tiamonique.com. www.tmonique.com. Dot com and the business is let it out academy all right let's chop it up so i know y'all seen the news i know y'all seen that big brawl down in montgomery alabama so i'm gonna say this and i'm gonna preface any statement by this i don't i don't condone violence i don't react by using violence I will say this in this particular situation. My people stood up, and I'm proud of them. Y'all did what y'all did, and I'm proud. Enough is enough. Not all white people are bad, but this one bad apple spoils a bunch. That's what I was taught. And in this instance, there was a black security guard trying to do his job by asking the white men to move their pontoon boat so other boats can dock. Now he asked and he waited for 45 minutes and these cats wouldn't move their boat. Finally, he said enough is enough. I'm going to move the boat. When he moved the boat, white men came over there, tried to jump on him, swung on him. He, that man threw his hat up in the air and he said, let's, let's get it. So they jumped on him. I guess the one that had up in the air caught all the fellas. Anybody that's my age, y'all remember certain calls. There's the bat signal. There's the Thundercats. Thundercats. Oh. And then there's Outcast. Made the famous song, Hootie-Hoo. Hootie-Hoo. Yeah. So when that hat went up in the air, the brothers came running. There's a young cat who was 16 they said swam from wherever he was to get over there and when them brothers came 
them white folks, they started running. And the brothers went and took care of business to the point where a lot of people took a beat now. There was even a guy that had a chair when he was going around clearing people like Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know, I'm proud, man. Not that they use violence. I'm proud that they said there's enough, enough. I'm proud that they said you're not going to keep doing this to us. That's what I'm proud of. I don't condone violence. At the end of the day, I'm proud of what they did, though. Because what they said was, you're not going to keep doing this to us. You done did it long enough. I'm not going to put up with this. I'm not going to do it. And I'm from a, I'm from a small town in Michigan, Metro Detroit. It's called Ecorse, Down River. Everybody that's listening, that's where I'm from. And Ecorse was diverse with uh, different races. It was, you know, black, white, Hispanic. It was a few uh, Arabs that stayed there. Not a, not a lot. But I, I got along and had a lot of friends of those races. And not all white people are bad. Not all Mexicans, Latinas, Latinos, Latinas, they're not bad either. You know, when you get to know somebody, you try to see what they're about, what, see what they show you, and you roll with that. But what I'm saying is, you're not going to keep doing what you're doing to us. We've been sold, we've been enslaved, we've been beaten, we've been, you name it, it happened. And the people in Montgomery, Alabama, they had enough. And the bad part about it is that the actual port where that happened was a slave port. Slaves were brought in to that port. Slaves were auctioned on that port. And it's sad. 2023, you're still seeing the stupid stuff called racism. Racism never died. It went into hiatus. It went into hibernation. And we're dealing with the same crap that we uh, that our ancestors dealt with years ago and you're not going to keep bullying and trying to use your what you call it white power against us and i have to keep saying that i don't i don't hate white people because i have a lot of white friends one of one of my friends is a white guy i've known for 30 plus years we went we went to school together. And he's a good dude. A real good dude. His family is good people. I met his family. I didn't everything. And it disgusts him. I remember talking to him long before this incident happened. And he hates what his people done. So I will say not all white people are like that. It's the few that make the majority look bad. That's the problem. And I'm going to keep saying that I'm proud 
that the brothers and the sisters did what they did to defend a man who was doing his job. That's all he was doing. He was doing his freaking job. And there's no reason for those men and the ladies. Now, remember, it was ladies that jumped in and tried to uh, uh, jump on this man. And the women came running. The black women came running. And they went to town on them folk. And I, I, I know it was violence. I know people got hurt. I know a lot of arrests happened. I'm saying, I'm going to keep repeating it, that I'm proud of what they did because of the principle of it. You're not going to keep jumping on us because you think you can. You're not going to keep trying to imprison us in your little world because you took our ancestors and brought them over here and you you beat them and made them work for nothing. No, this is a new day and age. And we're not tolerating the disrespect and the other crap we got to put up with. It's bad enough that the police are killing us. And when, they, when the world finally got a chance to see it, to see it when that man had his knee in George Floyd neck, you see what we go through. You see what the white man and the white police officers and all that put us through. Paralyzing us, shooting us for no reason, beating us, filing false charges. All because because we're we're black people. We didn't ask to come over here. We didn't ask for none of that. You brought us over here. Our ancestors were minding their business. But we know what's funny about the whole situation is that white men love black women. That's the that's the ironic part. You want to keep us down, but you want our woman. You want our African queen. That's terrible. So you take the Montgomery, Alabama uh, fiasco, and you look at what took place, what transpired in that whole thing. A man, a black man, was doing his job. Wasn't disrespectful, wasn't annoying, wasn't anything. All he was doing was his job. The white man got annoyed for him doing his job. The white man thought he was better so he decided he would move his pontoon boat. And the black guy gave grace. What you mean he gave grace? He gave grace because he waited 45 minutes. So he tried to be nice. He tried to work with the white man. He tried to be a, a, a pleasant person. Yet, the white man refused to do anything. So... He did, he did his job. I'm moving this boat because other boats have to come in. And this boat is taking up spaces for other boats to, to park. What does that do to those white men? It infuriates them. You can't touch my stuff. You don't, you don't put your hands on my stuff. 
watch what you're doing, boy. No. That white, that black man said, either you move it or I'm moving it. You didn't move it, so I'm moving it. So when he moved the boat, they get tough because they figure he's the only guy. But what they didn't figure was that that black man wasn't scared. So when they jumped on him, he took some with him. And when he threw that hat in the air, that was a signal. That was a signal. And they, them, them people seen him getting jumped. And my black people said, enough is enough. You're not going to keep doing this. So what did they do? They did the Mighty Mouse. Here I come to save the day. They came and saved the day. And I have nothing but the utmost respect for every black person that ran to that man's aid. I don't condone the violence that came after this. I stand with them protecting their brother. A man who was doing his job and very cordial to some ignorant white people. And you can't get mad at me because those white people were ignorant. You call a spade a spade. You don't mind calling us ignorant when we're doing something. Calling us ghetto. Calling us uh, uh, project people. But the white folk don't want us talk to their trailer park trashy people that's doing that's doing wrong. And I'm just... I'm, I'm, Talking because I'm upset because there's only so much we can take. There's only so much a human can endure. And when you're pushing buttons, when all we're trying to do is live our life, this is what you see. This is what comes out of us. Because remember, for over 400 years, we have had to endure with a lot of crap. We were brought over here. We were treated beneath everyone. We were told we had to work and pick cotton and do this and do that for basically free. So when we finally got our freedom, we still have to deal with the, the racism. So we're still not free. You you on paper gave us freedom. We don't have the freedom. We still got to deal with some of the prejudiced white people that don't want to deal with us or they feel like we're beneath them. You still got to deal with that racist person that that just want us to be locked up or dealt with in a way that they feel is right. I mean, let's look at other stuff. This this Alabama thing is made it made me proud because we stood up. But let's take a look at some other things. Y'all remember the the white woman that was going to call the police. She was choking her dog because the man was a bird watcher. And she, oh my God, he's going to hurt me, this and that. And the man was smart enough to video her. And the company fired that woman. 
and I think they took her dog because she was choking the dog. Had he not been recording that, he would probably be fighting to get something removed off his record that he didn't do. You got people lying on you, calling the police. You got racist women who are throwing orange Kool-Aid on little kids, not a, 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 a apartment manager, throwing Kool-Aid and hitting kids because they come in the swim. Now, I don't hit women, but I sure would have got my sister to tear that woman's head off. That's where the violence do come in because you're not going to put your hands on my kids or pour something on my kids when my child was nothing but respectful. We've had enough. We've had enough. There are many examples I can give. This show will be four hours. Many examples that the black man had to endure and 95% of the things we had to endure was not our fault. Why would a man put his knee in a mother man's neck for eight minutes? Now, I say this. If George Floyd was white, that wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't have never happened. I'm willing to bet dollars to donuts that would have never happened. There was an instance in South Carolina where a police officer stopped a man. And when the man tried to take off running, he shot the man twice in the back. Black man, because he owed child support. And there was a guy filming it all. Now, this cop who was fired, arrested, and convicted for murder tried to hide that he shot the man by putting a gun in his hand, putting a gun in his hand, saying that he fired. If it wasn't for the Latino guy recording this, he probably would have got away with it. He probably would have got away with it. There was a white woman that literally got beat up by a, a black girl because she called her the N-word. Now, the, the black girl kept saying, please stop calling me that. You got one more time to call me that. Don't call me that no more. And the white woman kept saying it. And she say, this is the last time I'm going to ask you. Don't say it again. And she said it. And that young black girl commenced to beat that white woman up and down the store. And what's, what's funny about that situation is that the store manager called the police. Police got there real quick. And when the police got there, the store manager said, if you don't arrest this white woman is going to be a problem because I got everything on my camera. She antagonized the black girl. She followed her all around the store, calling her out her name. That's another example of my sister having saying enough, enough is enough. You got one more time. We've had enough. We've done. We're done with the BS. 
I sit in this this virtual chair chopping it up with y'all, and it's not anger anymore. It's passion because we have put up with so much, and we have to fight, claw, work our way to the top, and we still get pushed down by arrogant, prejudiced, racist people who don't want to see us succeed. And the people in Alabama said, well, they're going to learn today. You're going to learn today. Kevin Hart, his daddy used to be like, you're going to learn today. You're going to learn today. And they learned. Like I said, that white man put out a TikTok and said, man, I don't know. That dude can throw hands like that. I'm paraphrasing. That's not exactly what he said, but. He had to get his both eyes swole and his nose. Oh, man, he looked bad. So he found out the hard way that we're tired. He found out the hard way that enough is enough. And I'm going to say this to my people. Keep fighting. Keep showing these people that we're not tolerating the BS. We're not tolerating anything that doesn't fit what we're trying to accomplish in our life we're not doing it at the end of the day we're going to fight at the end of the day you're going to see that what we believe in and we're going to be protective of our people and that's all i ask for we get the we get the stigma of Black on black crime. Y'all kill yourself. And that's true. But here's an instance where we said we're not tolerating it. You're not going to do this to us. At the end of the day, they was able to stand for one another to the point where people came out the woodworks and took care of business. Stand up, people. Stand up. Be proud of who you are. Show the world that black power exists. Show the world that we not playing any games anymore. We got a we got Black History Month. Black history is year round in my opinion. Okay, they celebrated in February. So what? It's time for us to stand up. It's time for us to do what we do. Show these people that we are here to stay. We will defend each other. We will take a stand. Period. Point. Blank. We're not tolerating any more crap at all. So we're going we gonna to continue to stand. And I want my people to continue to stand. And why I'm going to say this again. This is not preface to all white people. I grew up with some great white friends that I'm still friends with 35, almost 40 years later. Great people. 
the ones that ruin it for you, they put you in a bad spot. And at the end of the day, y'all should see that we're tired. And you should go to your, your brethren and sisters and say, leave them alone. Ain't did nothing to you at all. Stand up, people. Continue to stand up, my brothers and sisters, my kings and queens. Continue to fight that battle. Continue to show that we will not be walked on. We will not be pushed around. We will stand on what we believe. We will stand on our principles. And we will fight. No matter the cost. We paid the we paid the cost to be the boss. Oh, most definitely. We paid the cost to be the boss. It's some amazing black men and women walking this planet. Black millionaires, black billionaires, black inventors, black doctors, black lawyers. We know what we can do. We know what we made of. We need to continue to stand. So we getting finished in this chair, in this virtual chair, getting that talk put on, getting that hair wiped off our face. Let me say this. All black people are not thugs. Stop classifying us as you see us, get to know somebody. You are putting things on us that's not necessarily true. Just because you see one thing doesn't mean that all do that. You don't want us classifying you like that. That's it, that's just it. We are a generation of people who are intelligent, Athletic, able-bodied, great thinkers. We can put stuff together. We are able to take care of business. And it's obvious that we can take care of business. Treat us like we can. If Montgomery, Alabama didn't teach you anything, the one thing it should have taught you is that don't push the wrong buttons because we come out like a pack of wild dogs and we come from everywhere. We are very protective of ours and we will defend ours like no other. Period. Stand up. Continue to stand up, my people. We gonna do this the right way. Violence is the is the the way you don't really want to do it unless you're pushed in that form. And that black man was pushed. He tried, he tried, and he, and he tried. He was pushed, and he had, he defended himself. And he had a thousand people who defended him. 
And I respect that. I respect that. So, we're going to get out this chair. And the last thing I'm going to say, I done said it a thousand times. Stand up. Continue to stand up. Continue to defend your people. Continue to defend our people. Love my black people. And I appreciate what happened in Montgomery, Alabama, as far as they went to defense of that man just trying to do his job. Well, we're going to get out this chair, man, this virtual chair. I know everybody looking good. Got that line up, that even Steven or that Faye. And I appreciate you chopping it up with your boy D. Randall in the virtual barbershop. Before I get out of here, I got to say the show was sponsored by Creative 8 Incorporated. Get your graphics done for any event or announcement. Website design, flyers, logos, business cards, brochures, and full branding packages. You can email Tamara at tmonique.com. That's T-A-M-A-R-A at the at symbol. T-I-A-M-O-N-I-Q-U-E dot com. Tamara at T-M-O-N-E-T dot com. And that business is Creative 8 Incorporated. I'm going to get out of here, y'all. Until next time, when you need that lineup, we can chop it up. I'll holler. Thank you.